Hello and welcome to the Blue Pea Leader podcast. And I'm your host and the founder of Blue Pea Pod, Ruth Sanderson. If you want to become a leader of an organization where people feel alive and fully contribute, one that really understands who you are, lets you contribute your talents, live your purpose and make a difference. Listen in now as we share the latest practical ideas and techniques to experience authentic success through leadership. And welcome to the Blue Pea Leader podcast. I'm Ruth Sanderson. And in this episode, I want to talk about how you can handle an emotional team, an emotional person. Because let's face it, emotions are a fact of life. We all have them and it can be challenging at times to keep them in check. In the workplace, generally speaking, we don't want to have emotional outbursts. But when we do, they can have a detrimental effect on the whole team, not just on an individual. Anger, frustration, fear, any type of negative emotion can can actually start to eat away at a team, their performance, their cohesiveness, trust, in so many different ways. So how can you as a leader handle emotion in your team? And in one sense, it's really about, you know, how do we handle it as we go along so that ideally we never get to that point whereby the person has to have an outburst. So a couple of things to bear in mind. The first is handling somebody else's emotions and encouraging them to develop self-awareness and emotional intelligence skills so that they can deal with whatever they're feeling. And the second is to look inwardly at our own emotions And our own ability to regulate our emotions and how we are um, impacting what's going on as the leader of the team. So let's start with ourselves. After all, great leaders go first. So looking at your own level of self-awareness and what it is that um, that causes you, triggers you to have uh, emotional reactions. Now, generally speaking, I would say self-awareness is one of the key skills that leaders need to develop in order to be successful. And it tends to be one at times that can be lacking. Mark Brackett, director of Yale Centre for Emotional Intelligence and author of the book Permission to Feel, says that of all the facets of emotional intelligence, emotional regulation may be the master skill. In other words, Your emotional intelligence plays a pivotal role in your team's dynamics and you being able to regulate your actions and reactions will set a benchmark for your team. The ability to assess yourself will inevitably lead to a better awareness of your emotions and the ability to keep them in check. And it will inspire confidence in you as a leader who is thoughtful, measured, empathetic and, as I've said, enable you to establish trust and flexibility in your team. Additionally, self-awareness also leads to an understanding of your mindset, focusing on you creating positive motivation in others and having the necessary drive to initiate action and achieve goals. So we've looked at you, now let's look at how can you help your team manage their emotions. And as Stephen Covey said, seek first to understand before being understood. 
So, you know, the member of your team who fails to engage or seems to get angry easily may have an underlying reason. And I'm not suggesting that we should overlook these or ignore them or make excuses for the person. It's about actually having a conversation with the person to find out what it is that's going on. You know, it could be that they're struggling with their work because they don't have the right skill set. It could be they've got a problem in their personal life. It could be, it could be, it could be. Basically, we shouldn't be so quick to judge. It's much better that we have an honest conversation. That way we're neither making assumptions or ignoring what's going on. And here's the key. We shouldn't leave it so long. You know, many leaders shy away from dealing with difficult conversations and in the end, things just get way, way out of hand. You, can, you know, I've seen really crazy things happen that didn't need to happen. You know, people storming out of meetings, for example, or going off sick. Um, and, and these things impacting the morale of the whole team. So it really is just about having a conversation. And it's not just about letting the other person know how it's affecting the team. It's about giving them the opportunity to explain what's going on. So practice active listening, take on board what they're saying so they feel listened to and help them work it out in a positive way. Sometimes all it takes is you giving your time and empathy to make a difference. You know, a lot of people have the capacity once they feel heard and they've just been given that space to reflect, more often than not, they can work out what it is that they need to do to, to feel more in control. But should you find that your initial conversations have no um, impact, no, there's no improvement, then obviously a more in-depth feedback conversation is required. You know, usually at the point whereby I'm having a more in-depth one, one of the things that I'd want to do is check that we haven't had a communication style difference um, and that they could have either misunderstood or misinterpreted the message. So I ask them, I say in a nice way, it's basically, you know, what have you heard me say? And usually their response tells me if they've heard and understood me or if they've heard me but made it mean something completely different or if I just have made no sense whatsoever. So clarity and transparency will help you be defined as an approachable leader who is willing to listen and take on board concerns they might have. So you see, well-being in the workplace is something that more employees are putting at the top of their list when they're looking for job roles. And it's crucial that you establish that element of excellent communication, trust, ethics, collaboration within your team to ensure that everybody has a voice and everybody understands how they fit into the bigger picture. Do all of this and it allows you to develop a really great workplace culture where individuals are happy in their work, they have a clear career path, motivation ensures productivity and performance. Because at the end of the day, how your team members feel about themselves and their interactions with others will directly affect their contribution to the team and the business overall. In her book, Mindset, Carol Dweck refers to cultivating a growth mindset. Again, if you've not read this book, it's another one that I recommend you do. She comments that a leader's mindset can directly influence how they perceive the performance of others. So I would say that, you know, the best way to handle emotions within your team is first to address your own emotions and responses. 
Once you understand these and can self-regulate, you'll be able to bring about a positive mindset in others and establish a happy and emotionally well-balanced team. Until next time, go and be the difference in leadership. Leadership.